Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Young Mesh Radio. This morning, we have Avalon Lehman, we have uh, Caitlin Kemp and Aya Katara, and today we're talking about love languages. And again, I'd love to say thank you to every single listener for every bit of feedback, for all your messages of support, your ideas, your suggestions. And um, we wanted to bring you something that's, uh, that's been a part of our conversation with Masha quite a few times and with the other mentors as well. It's Aya's idea, so I shall let her lead the way into love languages. So love languages are something that I, I've always been interested in. And then when I met Mash, um, she made me do a test because we were talking in a group and we were talking, what is your love language? And I actually didn't know. So um, you can actually go online and do the five, lang- five love languages test. And um, it was a concept created by Dr. Gary Chapman and he was a marriage counselor. And um, he is the one that made like every word with every, you know, act. So um, the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts and giving gifts, quality time and physical touch. So let's just start saying which, which one is yours. Mine, I have three, but I think I need to choose one. But if so the, my three are words of affirmation, receiving and giving gifts, and physical touch. But if I have to choose, I think it's wor- between words of affirmation and physical touch. Just, you know, I just, those are my, I think, I think words of affirmation. What about you guys? I think the reason it's, I just wanted to tie it to why it's important and why we're actually talking about it. And uh, we were just recently having a conversation about um, how we relate to one another and our relationships in terms of uh, romantic relationships and and friendships and family family um, dynamic as well and why it matters. So, for example, if we actually understand uh, what means what's good for us specifically and what's good for people around us, we can adjust our behavior in a way that it's not just about what's comfortable for me to give but rather what's comfortable for the other person to receive. And so if we're respectful of each other's needs and wants and desires, I think it makes it so much more relevant and pleasant and, and fun as well. Yeah, exactly. Because it's important to know what your love languages are. But I also feel like it's so important to know what your friends and family members and partners love languages. Because if you think in your own one, you're never going to be able to give hundred percent the love that that other person needs so it's important to know what your love languages are so you can share that with the world yeah and i think it's actually um funny you mentioned that i because i was just thinking and for me personally my love language is definitely quality time um but for my partner i think it's between physical touch and words of affirmation um so i think it's also important to recognize that a compatible relationship doesn't mean you both have the exact same love language or main love language but that you are um yeah uh, attuned to each other's needs yes exactly so you're aware of what the other one needs and you can you can be receptive um i think mine might be between um words of affirmation and quality time i didn't really understand much about love languages until like recently and it's been an eye-opener for in terms of relationships every kind of relationship romantic or friendship or even family 
it was, it was like clashing all the time with people. And now that I'm like understanding that, listen, we are different in the way that we receive and give love. So I was uh, speaking to my sister-in-law, Anna, and she's an astrologer. And she talked about the importance of two planets in our, in our chart, the sun and the moon. And so the sun is how uh, external people perceive you and what you come across as. And the moon is basically your internal world and your emotions and your feelings and all of that. Do you guys actually know where your moon is? No, I was just going to say that it's it's hearing you talk about it. Um, I am a Virgo and apparently I'm like... You have a lot of Virgo, yeah. Yeah, like a Virgo all over. But the thing is hearing you talk about this, it's like all of them definitely apply to me. You know, it's like... But I think this is the thing also with astrology is that it's, you know... I think everyone likes to be praised for something they've actually done that's pragmatic. You know, everyone likes being able to care for other people. I don't oh, know if it's just not necessarily. You know how many people love oh, hearing yeah. just praise for the heck of praise? Yes, no, that's, that's, that's awful. There's one here words. in front of you. So, like, no, like, if someone just says, like, "Oh, you're so beautiful today," or like, "That's not something that I've achieved." It's just I was born this way, but I no, love but hearing. But it's meaningful. It's not empty words, you know. It's not just like no, oh. that's true. But it's not practical. It's not practical. Place. No, it's sure. Not like, sure. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to be told I'm uh, I'm beautiful every day. Like, Alan, you're beautiful. We can just we'll just say <laughs> every single day with them. But for me, My, that that's the opposite. So if someone tells me, "Oh wow, you're beautiful," and I think, "Yeah, okay, so what? Okay, amazing. Oh, okay, so the way my mind works, talk is cheap." Uh, show me love through actions. Uh, anyone can blah blah, and I get, I guess suspicious is probably not the word, but I'm my, I'm very skeptical when I hear people just chat. When people tell me, oh, you know, I love what you're doing with the collective, I think, okay, amazing. How are you going to help? Okay, but we're talking about love languages. So if Dima tells you this, yeah, well, yeah, no. If Dima tells me, I. If Dima tells me I look beautiful, I'm also, again, very practical. So uh, because I look beautiful, it means it means I've made an effort. I've actually showered, put my makeup on, and uh, did my hair. And uh, so I know realistically and logically, intellectually, that, yeah, I look I, I look okay today. I look beautiful. I don't need anybody else to confirm it. So now well, let's, talk about, let's talk about air signs. We have uh, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And so for them, that's something that's not tangible something that's just up in the air for uh gemini people with moon and gemini that's basically a chat a walk together uh maybe learn a new skill together maybe go to the movies or uh out to eat together but just something that's just spending time together basically for uh people with uh moon and libra that's a it's a deep uh meaningful important conversation um, a beautiful, just creating this beautiful atmosphere, a, a mood, yeah, setting the mood, I suppose, harmony in the relationship, also walking together, uh, going out, maybe the theater, something, you know, slightly more lifted, I suppose, less practical. And for people with moon in uh, Aquarius, it's all about friendship it's uh, it's important that you have people who are your people around you and uh spending time together trying something new together so th that's all about 
um, air signs. Aya, for you, I think that will be interesting. So uh, water signs, so that's Cancer, uh, Scorpio, Pisces. And uh, you have to give that person uh, a chance to be with themselves, you know, spending alone time. You just uh, get energy from that. You have to be very careful. You have to give them space. You can't, uh, you can't annoy them with too many questions uh, until they actually ask you for help. Is this, yeah, sound about right? 100%. No, 100%. Because I love being around people, but I also love being around me. Because I realize that if, especially in a romantic relationship, when I start seeing someone, I don't, if I see them a lot, I get tired of it easily. Suffocating. Like it sounds, sounds horrible. Yeah, it's just suffocating. I'm like, okay, don't need to speak to you anymore. So this is so, this is very accurate. And so interestingly, then she talks about cancer specifically, and she says, so for cancerians, if you love them, you have to give them a physical touch and a sense of home. And she said, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, an actual home, but a sense of home, a feeling of home, a yeah. feeling of belonging, uh, safety, and, and comfort. And Evelyn, actually, something uh, tells me, I have, it rings a bell, I think you have moon and cancer. And so uh, that family feeling, that uh, sense of family is important. Yeah, again, like you're, you're, all the ones that you've said so far, I'm like, yeah, of course it's important. Yeah. <laughs> um then scorpio they want uh they want loyalty and they need you to be really honest with them and safety and comfort so for pisces it's important uh, they it's, it's important to remember how sensitive they are i think the word is sensitive and you have to be really careful with them and really gentle and if you want to give them um a gift like gift has to have meaning it has to be something that's deep and then finally, we have uh, fire signs. So fire sign, yes, Caitlin. Uh, My moon's in Sagittarius. So, so Sagittarius, amazing. So we've got um, Aries, Leo, and uh, Sagittarius. And this is all about action. This is going to be movement and action. So for people with, moon, with their moon in, in Aries, is to give them a chance to get their emotions out. Yeah, for example, um, people with that quite often don't want to create conflict intentionally, so they almost create a situation when it's, it almost happens as if they have nothing to do with it, but that still gives them a chance to get rid of all of that pent-up emotion. Um, Leos, Moon and Leo, uh, give, them, uh, give them gifts, uh, give them a chance also to get, a, get rid of all that pent-up emotion. You have to give them praise. You have to give them uh, a lot of attention. And for Sag, Caitlin, finally, uh, it has to be something expensive. It's got to be uh, cool. It's got to be fashionable, I suppose. And also, it's a really cool to give them trips, organize a trip for them somewhere so they could travel. I don't know. I hate expensive things. I hate it when people spend money on me. You Same. do. You hate I when people can't stand it. You I guys, hate, I feel so guilty. You guys hate when people spend money on you? Yeah. yeah. Do you know one word we're not allowed to use here? Well, like one of the other words is the word hate. It has such a horrible vibration and frequency. Uh-uh. Okay, I don't like it. Ah, there we go. Better. I strongly guys, dislike it. Yes. Do you guys dislike people spending money on you? Yeah. Yes. I feel but so I guilty. Because I feel like I've got to give something back. 
you know, then you can. No, I don't even know. Like they spend money on me and it's expensive. I can't just give them like a piece of paper with a drawing of a cat, you know? No, but that's the thing. Maybe their love language of that said person is gift giving, you know? But maybe their love language isn't gift receiving. See? It all, you know, it all aligns. So imagine me, I really love gift giving because um, I just love, I just love giving gifts to people. I just love making people happy with, with a gift that I bought. But um, if that person then comes to me and says like, oh, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it. You giving me that gift. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like it's done. That's the oh, oh, only thing I need is just a sincere and genuine thank you for the gift that I've given. So it's not, oh, someone has given me a gift. I have to give them exactly. a gift back. Exactly, it's not an exchange. Yeah, it's not an exchange because maybe the love language don't align. No, I, I don't see it necessarily like an exchange. I just feel guilty, frankly, when people spend money on me. And I also really, I don't know, I think that there's things that are a lot more meaningful than just receiving something. Like, of course, yes, someone went to the, um, you know, had to go through the whole thought process and had to go out their way to find something and chose it out for me. And that's obviously something I can appreciate, but it's without a doubt my least desired love language. Like I really don't feel the need for it at all. And I think that, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I'd much rather have someone, you know, tell me, hey, I thought of you and send me a picture of what they, um, you know, we're going to buy or whatever and, and say like oh you know I thought about you and you know see yeah. this is, this is the, the, the funniest thing so for example Mosh um she's very much like Aya so she loves finding she she finds tiniest little things and she gives them to people uh as her way of expressing love always and uh and then like you if someone tells her oh my goodness that was just so beautiful and I really loved it and so meaningful and I have it with me here and there essentially in other words translates into I have received your love and I'm so grateful thank you yeah exactly exactly because I remember for Christmas actually I got her something of her um, Amazon list and um, just hearing her telling me that she was so happy that she got it and you know that she was just happy and I was like you know this is so this is this is why I did it it's just to hear the thank you and hear like you know I've received your love and the message like it's basically saying I love you without yeah. saying I love you yeah I think yeah. It's, it's, it also quickly becomes something though that I almost fear because then I fear especially someone who's not you know exactly super well off financially um you know I worry that the gifts I give are perceived as being not enough you know because people are like oh well you know this thing is it's cheap or it's free you know it's like sometimes you know whatever we're walking on the beach and see a shell and think oh yeah you know this you know thought of someone and give it to them and I think that often nowadays I don't know if it's just um you know it's the fact that we're living in a very capitalist society uh or maybe just the fact that I'm very I'm not very materialistic at all. Uh, I'm very minimalist in that sense too. Like I really don't feel the need to have a lot of things and I don't want a lot of things. Um, but I feel like it's almost used as a thing of judgment now. And it's like, oh, you know. I actually disagree with that because do you know what? I feel that um, it's the intention of your giving. So if you mm -hmm. give a twig and you feel 
the love that you have with that twig and whatever if you make a uh, if you walk through a field and and uh, put a bunch of flowers together and it costs you absolutely nothing it's the it's the intention and frankly your job is to deliver something if your way of loving and how the other person perceives it is kind of up to them it's you cannot attach judgment uh for them on their behalf before no, i completely agree but pragmatically speaking like de facto i feel like people do judge still uh, based on what you give them no um, but it's, it's up to them it's it's, it's uh, their problem how they judge no, you know, the thing is i i like to give gifts i suppose to the people that i really love and care about but it's never been like extravagant like i'll do like little notes you know that i'll just randomly put in places and yeah. they'll find it like randomly and it's a little message or if i'm walking around and i see something and it reminds me of them i'll take a picture i'll pick it up and you know like give it to them that's what i, I do but it's funny you say that because i was just thinking and this kind of like the writing notes thing this is also something that i like that's better than any you know thousand pound piece of jewelry or whatever um, but to me, I was just thinking, well, the best gift I think I've ever received, um, or the most meaningful gift I've received is, um, yeah, okay, how do I explain this? Love pills. Um, my partner decided to write, to basically buy like a, a tiny little glass jar with uh, loads of pills and you can unscrew the pill and inside it, there's a little note that's wound up. Um, and he wrote uh, little messages on like 50 of these pills, put them in this jar. And then now he's like, oh, here's love pills, like love vitamins. Uh, and you open them up and there's messages in there. But the thing is that that I think is so meaningful to me as a gift because it's in a way um, words of affirmation. I think more so than it is a gift. And that's the same thing with note giving, like uh, Kate was just saying. But, you know, I think that's what makes it so meaningful. Yeah, like totally agree. When I was living with one of my friends for a while, I would make her her lunch to go to work, but I'd put a little yeah. note in there, you know. So acts of service and words of affirmation, you can mix them up, mix, match, you know. And the thing is, I do, I have to come back to what Kate said in the beginning of the podcast is empty words. So I do got to say that with certain people, certain words of affirmation hit harder. So for example, Mesh, she's the most honest girl I know. Like she's so honest. And then every time she would tell me I'm pretty, I would be more excited. Cause I'm like, this girl is not lying. If I'm pretty today, like I'm pretty. You know, some people just are like, oh, you look so good today. And you know, they just say that to everyone. Mm -hmm. But with certain people, with certain people, it's just like, you know, that it's just, they, it's, it's rare. So as much as I love words of affirmation, I if I hear it every day, I'm gonna, I don't believe it anymore. Does that it make needs sense? to be meaningful. That's the thing. Like, I, I agree. And this is kind of what I was trying to say earlier with, you know, like, Kate, don't you feel like when Dima tells you you're beautiful, like it's, it means something. Because for me, if any random person is like, oh yeah, you look great today. I'm like, yeah, okay. I really don't care. Um, because to me, it is, it's empty words. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, and I think that if someone who is, who I don't know at all is going to, you know, praise me or whatever then I would much prefer it to be about something that I've actively done instead of like a passive state you know like my yeah, face cannot be changed sense. so yeah yeah that yeah. actually makes so much sense I agree with you now oh my god you, you made me change my opinion I'm, 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 oh my god 
So you see this whole moon thing and in horoscope thing, astrology thing actually makes sense. So I think the only the only one we go wrong was Caitlin and and your Sage Moon Sledge. You know the thing is, is that it's you can never be wrong, right? Like with zodiac signs and the emotions and the astrological, well, I can't say that word, but anyway, the chart and stuff, it's it's guidelines. It's not set, you know? So you can have traits of certain things. That's why we don't only have, okay, so you were born in like late December, so you are a Capricorn and you act like a Capricorn. That's, that's I'm not, not December. Well, I'm not talking about you, just general. <laughs> I understood you, Kate. I was, I was like, thank you. Because yeah. you've got different houses and you've got your planets and where they were and like your moon, my moon in Sagittarius and I think Mercury for me is in Gemini, you know. So all of that adds up. It's just guidelines. I have a question. So first I have the things to say and then I have a question. So I don't know if anyone has knows what their Venus is, like in what what star sign their Venus because Venus is the, the Venus is the planet of love. Yes. And um, my Venus is in Scorpio, which means I can be very possessive, I can be very jealous, I can be very, you know. <laughs> Looking at the reactions of people's faces, I'm now scared. What does this mean? I, I'm also like, what is this? Why are why is we, why are you guys looking at me like this? For everyone who's listening, they're looking at me like I just I just said something very horrible. Yeah, no, it's so like big revelation. Big revelation. Big, revelation. <laughs> big massive. I so, was just with yeah. the Venus thing that like, I think that also can help with discovering what your love language is, you know? Yeah, 100 percent I mean, my Venus is in Taurus. Oh, oh, so basically, okay. well, then it should be about comfort and beautiful things, and and comfort. well, exactly. It says, um, meaning your romantic side is oriented toward comfort and stability. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And mine is chaos. Did you guys know that Venus in Scorpio is is like I find comfort in chaos? Isn't that crazy? Oh, oh that's God. But this explains. What does this explain, Avalon? I love a bit of chaos. I'm so not commenting on this. Please, I will actually. Okay. So my question, you know, after the Venus thing is, what do you guys think is the hardest love language for you to gift to someone else? Ooh, that's a good question, actually. Gift giving, without a doubt. Okay. I don't know. I, I also still like. I find it really hard, and I think the reason is because I find it difficult to understand like why people like being gifted. I think because I don't like it personally. I'm like, how could anyone, you know, like want to spoiled. be given stuff? So I think that like that's... being spoiled. I like the thing. Yeah. The thing is with gifts is like someone thought of you, and they put so much thought and effort, and then they gave it to you. And I'm like, oh. No, for sure. And I think that's but that, but more with gifts that are that come from quality time or acts of service. Like, for example, me being gifted something like, you know, people call it like being gifted an experience, um, to put it in lovely flowery language. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like if someone's like, you know, I want to take you out for dinner, that for me is not a I don't see it as a gift, I see it as quality time. And that's something I really like receiving and really love giving as well. So, you know, I'm gonna give you, you know. The experience of us being together and spending time together but that, i guess it's just because it's affirming my own <laughs> desires in terms of love languages um 
yeah oops and this is exactly going back to what i said initially is just understanding that what what works for us doesn't necessarily work for us exactly I'm sure that we mesh really well because i don't know my i really i cannot do physical touch that is so difficult for me to do i hate it i hate the feeling of skin on skin or feeling someone else's warmth on me i hate it i don't even like hugs <laughs> well not hate i really just don't like hugs yes and you ever, me uncomfortable have you ever experienced in a relationship or a friendship where that other person really appreciated physical touch and you didn't uh, like every single relationship I've been in oh and friendship God. funny enough it's all of them I don't know if it's just our age group you know now <laughs> I, I I to a certain extent get what you mean because I think for me also physical touch I like a hug um very much so but for me it's also I really like my own space physically yeah um, I don't like to feel like I'm being almost like suffocated um Exactly. by other people you know for me it's, it's still to a certain extent important but not as much as I think other people or most other people attribute to it so in a certain sense yeah. I kind of get what you mean um but yeah. can also be like you know you know a little peck or like a hand on on your on your thigh or like a hand on your waist or like you no, know no something, something no. small or like when he walks past like grabs your waist quickly you know small small things mean. well but we also have to we have to remember that there are like events in life which definitely impact the way that we see this because I definitely have had periods in my life where I did not want physical touches a love language at all um yeah you know which really made sense so I think that that's also something to remember that maybe it's more fluid than we think it is and maybe these things change with time and with the people we're with as well true true yeah I mean that's I don't know if it's just because I'm on the spectrum you know <laughs> you know it's, it's it's a big I don't know maybe if I meet someone one day in like 20 years and I love them so much I'll be like it's okay you can hold my hand <laughs> <laughs> what about you Kate young mom I feel like I need to speak for MASH because it's so much her uh subject of interest uh so MASH and also to your point about gifts, right? So Masha's whole thing with gifts, she starts planning stuff way in advance. So Christmas every year, August, she's ready. And the end of August, it's all, you know, it's all done. It's wrapped. She puts so much um, love and care and effort into every single gift. There's nothing without meaning. There's always something that's much deeper than the actual package. And um I'm dreading, I'll be honest, I'm dreading the um, the whole Christmas period, Thanksgiving, it's a big deal for me. Um, Dima's birthday, my birthday, I, you know, I can't even begin to imagine. Um, and watching her prepare for that, it's the most beautiful thing you can imagine. She lights up she's glowing, she's thinking about the person and she remembers tiny little bits of conversation when people tell her something and then she, she makes it happen. You mention it once in passing and she makes it happen. And I don't know anybody else like that. And every 
you know, the last two years when life has been uh, all about hospital appointments and, and as we all know, it's not pretty. Um, she made sure that we would celebrate every single occasion, things we never in a million years would normally celebrate, such as, I don't know, Valentine's Day, uh, you know, Mother's Day was never a thing. Um, and now suddenly every chance at a celebration was a celebration. And uh, we just made more of an effort with everything. And so watching people who, for whom give giving is important, I would just encourage everyone to think of the joy they're getting of making that gift for you. And forget about the fact that you don't need it, maybe. Uh, and if it makes you feel awkward, just picture their faces and picture the excitement that they're going through when they're picking it out for you. It's there's so much love, the flow of love in that, in that time is just second to none. And uh, I've seen it firsthand, I've felt it firsthand, and it's really beautiful. Um, and physical touch also, Marsh is all about hugs and kisses and loving you and, and, and feeling you. And she and I would, would always sit next to each other to the point where we're practically on top of each other. We're always holding each other. And, um, and also uh, praise, uh, she loves praise. You have to tell her things. And I still tell her things all the time. And I still say thank you all the time. Yeah, no, that's, um, Mash and I, we were really compatible. We're really compatible when it comes to love languages. Because I remember one time, I, you know, I'm obsessed. So I'm, in the, I'm based in the Netherlands. And I'm obsessed with those Walker's uh, Crisp, the salt and vinegar ones. We don't have them here. And I'm <laughs> They're so good. And I remember... I said it, they're so good, Avalon, don't mm, mm, mm. They're so good. And I remember I said it once to MASH and tell me why the next week I have a, I have a box in my house with um, two six packs of salt and vinegar crisps. Mm. And I was like, Miss Girl, that's not, that's not why I gave you, because I wanted to order a Christmas card from her. That's why I gave her the address, you know, send me the Christmas card. I was like, Miss Girl, that's not why I sent you my address. And I just had like 12, you know, bags of crisps because I mentioned it once. And it's just, we were, we are so compatible when it comes to, you know, the love languages, but I can understand it must, like, it can be hard for, you know, people who don't. But it's, it's, I, I just think that's just such a beautiful example. It's a small thing. I mean, what's a six yeah. pack of crisps, right? It's nothing. Yeah. It's just like whatever, a, a pound. But yeah. the idea is that it's, it's, it must be such a beautiful surprise just opening that unexpected box and with the things that you just mentioned in passing and right there it is. It's by magic. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And it's all, it's all match. Yeah. To be honest, like thinking back also, um, Mash used to send me uh, parcels. Uh, so, you know, we've been living, you know, well, I've been living abroad and physically away from each other now for what, three, four years, three years. And, you know, then with Brexit and with COVID and whatever, like, you know, it wasn't possible to send things to each other super often, um, you know, and, and being sick as well, of course. But I remember that Mash really used to put in the effort and, you know, every few months I would get a uh, package in the post and, the thing is that I knew that every single little thing in there, uh, no matter how expensive, no matter what it was, um, just had so much meaning and so much thought and so much care. And I think this is this goes back again. Like to me, it's 
you know, I, I felt through receiving those things, I felt the quality time, you know, that she'd, she'd gone to the, you know, effort of spending hours searching the internet or shops or whatever. And, you know, I felt also the, um, you know, she would always send as well. We did this. Also, we were sending letters to each other and that, you know, you, you feel the words of affirmation and you feel all the care and love in that. And I think that that, yeah, uh, I kind of retract what I said earlier, like, oh, no, you know, people spending money or whatever. I don't like it at all, because when it really is meaningful and when it really is well thought through, um, it really does mean to me it meant an, an awful lot. And um, the other side of it, because I can tell you what it looked like on, on, our, on yeah. our side, so much between chemo and uh, and being tiny and frail and really skinny and uh, and really, really not well and just sick. Um, but just the thought, the joy of doing something nice for her bestie, um, it would just ignite her. Uh, she mm -hmm. would just go through like you said, through the internet, obviously, because we can go out anywhere. Uh, so it was just looking online and finding this and and keeping a thousand different baskets open in a thousand different shops and just going through this and that and deleting it and putting it back together. And that just gave her so much joy. And then we would find a little box and then we would arrange the box in a in just so. It had to be yeah. just so. Like, you know, this goes here, this goes here. And then she would say, do you want to send anything to Avalon as well? And I say, yeah, hang on a second. Let, let me see if, what, what I have, what I want to give her. And uh, and was just us putting something together. And she didn't have the energy and the strength to go to the uh, post office. So I would take it for her. And and I would say, uh, is this how you want it? And I'll just send her pictures from the post office. It was whether the it had to be everything had to be just so yeah. everything. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's so full of love and care and time yeah. and yeah. energy that that. It is incredibly meaningful. So, and, uh, you know, yeah. so whenever those things got lost, it wasn't the the money spent on that stuff. That that was completely entirely whatever. Who cares? But it was just the love which was also mm -hmm. not delivered with the package, um, and that was really upsetting. And I'm still uh, quite sour about the fact that uh, between two countries, it's a four-hour drive, and mm -hmm. and they couldn't deliver us the simplest tiniest little package is just ridiculous and fuck you royal mail we've lost a few of them yeah yeah i know i know and i know also how much that you know affected her like you could really see it in her face when you know it's like oh, no, nothing's arrived yet hmm. um you know when it did months later because it also sometimes happened literally four months later I'd have a Christmas package arrive at my door in April and I was like huh? um, <laughs> but that also you know it was such a moment of like oh wow you know and, and of, Christmas 2027 yay it's here yeah <laughs> but um okay what is what do you think it's for you for me okay so yeah. I'm basically a guy I think um so for me praising me for my looks it's absolutely entirely pointless um and again um because I'm very logical and I'm very practical and I have eyes, I look in the mirror. If I'm happy with the way I look, I go out and, you know, I'm happy. So to me, that's like, it's, it's, it's basically two by two, it's fact. If you tell me you look good today, yeah, I know that already. Thank you, you know, thanks so much for stating the obvious. I don't need that. It, it doesn't, it's like, okay, so what? You have a car, you have legs. It's, it's that kind of, it's the same level to me. It's like, it's stating the obvious, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. um, but for you to give someone else. Oh, for me to give. Um, oh yeah, yes. Like, what's the hardest for you to give someone else? Do you know? So I think actually, I'm I'm pretty well worth um, at this point. So again, thanks to Masha because 
initially for me, the easiest thing was to just give someone a gift because, because I'm practical and a cap. So that would mean I would just go buy something relatively expensive and, and give it to the person. Problem solved, you know, I feel happy. But then again, through Mash, because she's explained the difference to me and she showed me what, what makes people tick. I have a question on love languages. Because oh. um, something I also definitely uh, feel with Mash is that her love is often expressed through food. And for me, my question is, because I was thinking about this, you know, is food its own category or is it really just a complete amalgamation of all the other five languages? I actually think it's, 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 a, it's its own. Do you know? I think so too. It is quality time that you you know you spend either cooking together or putting into it. It is wow, it's not really a word of affirmation, I suppose. Um, but you know, it's an act of service, it's gift giving as well. And I'm like, I, I really genuinely believe that it's its own, you know, section. And I also think that you know we should be less uh, stringent about the kind of categories, you know, maybe we are a little bit of all of the love languages. Um, you know, and maybe there's more. And yeah, that's I think. And also, I think food, food. the way the way it's served as well. So, for example, when mushroom mm -hmm. food, it's just not just like you know any old plate, any old slab of food. Uh, mm -hmm. Presentation and the way it's plated and how it's set and uh, everything matters from the flowers to the tablecloth to again the way you lay the forks and the knives. Mm -hmm. It all matters hugely, and uh, and it matters to me. And actually, that's that's. That would be something I would appreciate as well. So that's an act of service, which is not, it's kind of service, but also not service. It's like, there's so much love in that. So yeah, I would i would definitely say, say something that's for me to accept. Um, yes, thank you. I uh, think I appreciate it. Did, did we just make, make our, did we just make the sixth love language? No, but there is a sixth love language, apparently. Like, oh yeah. I only know why. Um, it's, it's, oh, what is it called? Um, I think... Wait, I've got it on my phone. It's a sixth one that's kind of like mashed everything together. Hmm. I think people are realizing, hey, we're not all just one singular love language. Um, I'm getting it now. Well, while Skate is looking, so um, I'll just continue on the subject of, of catering to other people and uh, and I think I'm getting better at this I don't think there's a single one that's really hard for me so for example yes I suppose because I to me praise is really low on my priority list um normally it would be really hard for me to give as well but now I found a way because um I think I'm pretty much physically unable to lie so what I do is even if everything about the person annoys me, I will find the one quality which I do admire and appreciate There's always something. And I just laser focus on that and I um, and I talk about that. And uh, and I think you guys have probably experienced that uh, when I praise you uh, together collectively or individually, it's always very practical praise and it's concrete with concrete examples. You guys, I appreciate you have done this so well and, uh, and, and explain why. Yes, no? Yes, yeah. But that's also mm -hmm. how I know it's genuine because you don't dish it out. No, I don't no, dish yeah, yeah, no, exactly. it out. You have to earn it. For me, everything that, that gets given has to be earned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's the thing I believe with everything. I think that, you know, the meaning behind things and the thought and all that is what makes things valuable, whatever kind of love language or gift or whatever it is. I think it's really... The, the thought behind it and the intentions 
more so than the actual act itself you know it's it's almost more than even yeah people wanting to spend people spending quality time with you is the fact that people you know actually think about it and are actively going out of their way and la 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 um so yeah I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too deep into it and I just accept it for what it is. I've got a friend who's a Leo and Leo's, I know that there's no way I'm rocking up with a bunch of shells in my hand saying, yo, um, I love you so much. Here are some shells. There's just not going to fly. Uh -uh. This is when you go to Harris, you get something decent and, and you, you give it to the Leo. I mean, the only time I wouldn't mind gift giving is if someone came up to me and gave me a handful of shells saying, I thought of you. Yeah. <laughs> No, same. That to me is, I, I really would find it very difficult, I think, to be with a partner who really, like, if they genuinely had their love language be like your friend Kate um, or um, young mom. And yeah, like the, the whole the whole idea that you have to spend money and it has to be like this show and it's like, no, grand well, that's for you. It's not applicable for you. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. No, you have to be, um, you have to adopt your style to the person who's getting it. No, sure, but I think it's also a thing of compatibility with friendships and relationships and, and everything. I think that, you know, like it's it's there to a certain extent you can, you know, be flexible and bend, but when someone is really like when you're so polar opposites in terms of love languages, I think it would be hard to No, come on, you and I have friends and we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Just for, for me, I think if someone would give me shells, I'll I'll be happy. It's cute, you know. But then I would also be extremely happy with a Louis Vuitton bag. Like I, with both of them, I would be extremely happy. And you know, if if I got a Louis Vuitton bag, I wouldn't even use it. No, I would sell it. Yeah, I think <laughs> genuinely. How? That's because I also need the money. So maybe. <laughs> okay, so let's just say like, so what if you are out of your own body, right? So you see yourself as a person like would you buy something for that person or not for yourself do you ever have did you ever buy something very expensive for yourself i love shopping that's why love language to me i love spoiling myself like you've worked um, hard you know you've you've worked your ass off and now it's time to spend it on clothes you know no? never never clothes at functional things like medication uh no literally operation and that yeah. for me is like that's my gift to myself i think that the practical like a textbook for school which also everyone knows costs like 200 bucks yeah. or a laptop to do work on but never like i don't ever go out and think like oh yeah i'm gonna you know spend i mean holiday i guess yeah that that's something you do spend but that's again it's a thing of quality time instead of the actual gift itself like i don't need to spend a week in a five-star hotel, I can spend a week in a hostel and have a great time if it's with the people I love and care about. Kate looks so horrified. Oh my god! Kate, <laughs> wait until you melting to the this. ground. I think the most expensive thing I ever bought myself as a Kate, you deserve this. Was a was a book, an Edgar Allan Poe book. Ooh, good choice. Of good choice. It's finished and unfinished writing, and I think that's the only thing I've splurged on for myself. I think shoes that I bought in Japan recently, that's the most expensive thing that I bought. Cause I was like, you're never going like to those shoes and nice shoes. Right. I was like, I'm never going to be 22 and in Tokyo. So let's just, buy. I bought six pairs of shoes guys. Jeez. Yeah. How big was your suitcase? I threw away all the stuff that I brought to Tokyo and then to, to yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, I just, that's the love language to me. 
Like, what do you guys, what's your love language to yourself? Is it reading a book, aka quality time with yourself? Is it making food for yourself? Is it looking at yourself in the mirror and think, you know what, today I look awesome? Or is it like me, gift giving to me? You know, you can't look at me like that, Kate, but some people do that. My love language to myself, I don't know, I'm kind of like a dog. Like, I take myself for walks, I feed myself, you know? And that's, <laughs> no, but like, legit. Like that, I think is is yeah, and and in a sense, you know, there are things that I've I've splurged on. You know, I think the most expensive thing I've bought is not something tangible, like an item, but it's again, it's being like experiences, travel. I'm trying to buy myself a, a service dog now because in the Netherlands, there's a whole massive backlog. There's like three and a half years, and they're not even accepting people on the wait list. Um, and my medical team is like, you need one. So I just got quoted the other day for 20,000 euros. Oh, actually 20,170 something. And I'm like, <laughs> so in that sense, that's something I would do. But again, I, I don't really see that as a material thing, you know, or like I don't see no, but that's... You know, taking a trip to London to see MASH. It's definitely not something material. You know, I, I have nothing to show for it now, but that is, you know, it's expensive, but it's, it means much more to me than, you know, spending money. If, if that's also a gift giving, then yeah, I guess that's, it is nice to do and, and to you know pay for something that you that you know gives you something um yeah. but I think it's more emotional than physical like I don't need stuff when I was a kid I was like 10 years old and one of my birthday presents from my grandfather he bought me a star a star you like know a, like a twilight in the sky kind it's, of thing not, yeah in the sky like the, you know there's like um. millions of stars so you just choose a star and I think it's probably even like 150 rand to do it. And then they name it after you. And then they ah! give you a certificate and everything. That's so cool. I would I still die have it. To me. So that's, that's the kind of thing that I like. It's not tangible, but there was so much thought put into it because mm -hmm. at that stage, I was like, the planets, wow, you know? Yeah, and also it's kind of words of affirmation because your grandfather said you're a star. Well, I didn't think right? about that. That's true. <laughs> I actually didn't think about that. <laughs> so the, the sixth um, love language that is going around is called feeling known. Uh, explain, please. So feeling known is, it's, it's, it's like, it's the little things, right? Um, they kind of show you that they are looking at the little things they see the little things you'll say something once and they'll do something to show that they actually heard and listened they'll spend quality time with you like all of that kind of stuff of feeling known so like, like attention to detail. if if you're going on an airplane with them they'll be like i got you the the window seat because i know that you like watching the sunset and sunrise you know it's stuff like that where they know your being who you are truly and embrace it with you kind of thing mm. now that's a really good one i think it wraps it up yeah. really nicely because then they're just it's being attentive and that's the quality yeah. you want to nurture in yourself uh in any partnership being attentive exactly i don't know if it's official yet though but i found it, it. doesn't matter <laughs> just uh, th we can make it official i think this whole conversation <laughs> if, if it shows anything is how different everyone is and how um how much we appreciate our own and how often we question other people's as in any way relevant right mm -hmm. and uh, 
I mean, we have each other on video, so we can see each other's facial uh, facial expressions as well, and and you can see that uh, some of us pull faces when we hear other person's stuff that's not relevant to us. But this one, and if you just tired to being attentive and being attuned and listening carefully and remembering as well, not just you know in one ear out the other, uh, I think it wraps up the whole thing, the whole conversation, really beautifully. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast about love languages. I would strongly recommend you to do the test online and uh, comment on our Instagram what your love language is. Yes, do get in touch and share your experiences as well. Yay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.